Good morning. On this bowl of question crunch, Brianna returns to talk about chromatic space junk, answering questions about color palettes, sketch clubs, and cosmic pandas. <laughs> So, Bree, um, we've had you on the, uh, an earlier episode, a much uh, rougher episode. And I was just telling you before we actually started recording the podcast that listening to that was pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> lots of cringe from me as I was listening to the uh, awkward laughter that I was doing. It was, but I'm glad to hear you. I'm glad to see you again. How are you doing? Yeah, this is fun to be back. Um... It's been a while, and it's honestly, it's been a while since we got to chat. So, I mean, it'll just feel like the same little friend chat. Um, so I'm excited. I'm glad that you Halloween. guys talked to me. Huh? Oh, no, go on. I was, I was going to ask, how was your Halloween? But yeah. Oh, what did we do for Halloween? Oh, we just went to a party. Um, I pulled out, I don't know if you remember our Tron um, party, but I just, like, pulled out our old Tron, like, terrible shirts that we made because I had no costume. And nobody knew, like, I went to a party with, like, kind of younger kids, and they didn't know what Tron was, so that was cool. That's okay. I went to a party. Okay, so I think I even mentioned, I mentioned this on the previous episode, but I'm going to tell you again. I'm going to tell okay. anyone who hasn't listened, they're going to hear it so again. That, okay, okay. I went to a party, and uh, it was my friend's party, and she was dressed as a green fairy. And I'm like, oh, so you're bringing absinthe? And she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, you yeah, know, absinthe, because you're a green fairy, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, so... That's what you do. You're the green fairy. You bring absinthe. Right. And I was like, have you seen Moulin Rouge? She's like, no. And I'm like, do you oh, like musicals? Yeah. I know. There was a, there were a lot of young people at this party. It was weird. Because um, we were talking about the new Mario Brothers movie. The new Mario. Yeah. It is Mario. Yeah. Because it's Luigi. Yeah, I think- Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, and someone asked me that. No, we were talking about it, And the person's like, uh, you know, I heard that there was a bad one in the 90s. I'm like, you be careful. <laughs> But I love them. I'm meeting a lot of, like, different people through, like, sketch clubs. So, like, it's been fun. We have a lot of, like, younger people who want to, like, yeah, hang out and stuff. We're going to go ahead because, like, I put that question way Way further down. But I am curious to know about because I – Instagram is not the best at showing you what you want to see. And so Mm -hmm. when I was scrolling through your Instagram, I saw Sketch Cafe. And I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. I love any time yeah. a bunch of artists get together to create art. I feel like it's so damn important. It's, it, it helps other artists who are not really good at, you know, motivate themselves feeling motiv- motivated. Yes. So what is Sketch, Ca- Sketch Club Cafe? Okay. So Sketch Club Cafe was actually an idea created by myself and my friend Courtney. Um, it originated from us just having meetups together of like sitting and drawing over coffee and like I know it's such a simple concept but the reason we opened it up outside of ourselves is because we noticed around the cafe there were people it's always hard for artists anyway when you go out to a cafe and you draw by yourself there's always like some fucking weirdo like looking over your shoulder or whatever it kind of sucks but when you're together it becomes like this cool collective Um, so me and Courtney saw that there was another person who looked introverted and wanted to join. And we were talking about that. We're like, what if, what if we just like opened up the floor? Like, what if anyone could just sit with us? I don't care. Like, it could be for anyone. It's for anyone. And we just like 
kept putting it out there. Like at first it wasn't like, we weren't going to make a page for it, but we we're just like, Hey, if anyone wants to join, we're doing, we're drawing on Saturdays. Like we just made a set day, a set time, no um, obligation, but if you're available, come hang out. We're having coffee here. And it's just grown. Like it snowballed from there. A lot of people seem to like really not just want to be there, but like people have told us that like, that it's something for them to look forward to. We have like a lot of introverts, like a lot of like people who don't feel like they have like a place that they technically fit into. Like, you know, like there's cliques everywhere. Coffee shops have their own cliques, whatever. Sketch Club is like literally for everyone. So it's, it's been a really good thing. And like, it's something that I hope continues. I hope that we had one in California. I didn't, I didn't even, I, next time you have to be there. I had one at the shop across the street from Rad. So it's a really good thing, dude. Like, it's just nice to get to know new people, um, encourage each other and like just create like a positive atmosphere and a space for people who don't normally have a space. So that was the idea behind it. I've had a lot of people mention in passing or into conversations online where being an adult, it's harder to make friends. And I don't necessarily agree with that because I feel like all you have to do really is talk about mutual shit. Yeah. But I am rather I don't I don't consider myself well, you know, I'm outgoing and obnoxious. So I do think hey, there's a lot of extroverted qualities there. Right. But there's a lot of times where I like to stay in the corner and hide. I don't want to be around people. I have a quote a, a people quota. Once I live yes. that, I'm like, I'm done. Yes. I think I'm the same way. I think me and you are very similar. Like we are extroverted. We're able to go to the party, make a ton of friends, but there is like it's almost like a battery or like, like you said, there's a quota and you get to a point and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm done. Like I'm ready to go back to my corner and be alone for like the rest of the week. Honestly, yeah. like I'll, I'll, I'll see you next month. I'm good. I'm good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally get that. And X, that's actually something that came up today. I told people like sketch club is like my social time. And then the rest of the week, you don't see me you literally don't like I am just at home like I'm working and people hit me up I'm like I don't see that text (laughs) like I'm good (laughs) I'm like if you want to hang out I'll be at sketch club so I feel kind of I don't know I don't know I've seen a lot of posts online where it says oh friendships take work and I'm like no I feel like friendship should be a break from the bullshit that we have to deal with yes uh I I know when people are like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't see this text. I got back to you, and I'm like, oh, don't worry. There's no obligation to respond to me in yes. any kind of prompt time. You can yeah. respond to me next year, and I'd still be cool. We can start this conversation. Yeah, we're still friends. Yeah, honestly, that's true. I think though, too, like I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, and like I've kind of talked to a lot of people about this throughout the pandemic. It seems like, or like, it seems like now on this side of it people are feeling a little more socially awkward. It's a little harder to like talk to people. Like it's a little harder to know what you can and can't say. And I don't know if that was because we were just like at home for so long. Um, But I noticed that like, I noticed it takes 
a little more of an effort to like put yourself out there. So at least in like this group that I have here, um, and even for myself. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that because uh, I feel better now, but when, uh, after everyone was getting vaccinated, I went and hung out with people and I definitely, whatever internal thoughts I had and anxiety things I had, they were so much louder than they ever have been. (laughs) It is, it is. And it's super hard to like get past it. Like, I mean, and plus you get this probably too, but I was like very overcritical of people after this because of like masks and things and like, oh my God, I was very much like, okay, if I saw you out and you didn't wear a mask, don't fucking talk to me or touch me or anything. Like, don't ever fucking be near me again. Like, I was like, no. And, like, even with Sketch Club, like, there was a long, and I don't mind, but there was a long while that I was still wearing a mask and, like, fully always, like, wearing it and, like, I'm not taking this off, bro. And, like, people like, yo, it's okay. I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't tell me what to do. Like, I get it, but it's like, I don't know. It's hard, dude. It's hard to get past. I will keep my mask on unless I'm eating and I'm around people. I don't want to eat. I was even thinking about this when I was looking at your Instagram and I saw the sketch club thing. I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I should also start a sketch club because I would love to just drink coffee and draw. And like, wait, how would I be able to monitor if people are vaccinated or not because I don't want to be at the table with anyone that I can't trust yes I think for us it it is hard like in the beginning I was very much like I'm not going to take my mask off because I don't know any of these people but once I started to get to know like we have we have pretty much a set group now some people are new here and there like it would be like one or one maybe two people but it's pretty set and once I got the vibe of the group and like who is coming and like what they're about and that sort of thing knowing that they're all vaccinated very much vocal about being vaccinated there were other people who were still wearing masks with me like you know what I mean so I'm like okay like I feel pretty comfortable around these people but yeah I still have like (laughs) trauma and anxiety from like just overall like the overall pandemic it's just well, no offense but you live in arizona and it is so okay can i say something about on that topic yes yes please no offense i live in arizona totally correct totally correct statement but at the same time yo every motherfucker here got covid except for me and josh swear to fucking god like they all have had it like, every single person that i know and beyond has all had it. That's why I feel like low key. That's why I feel a little more comfortable to not wear my mask as much. Like, because every person has had it and I'm like, bro. And then I go to California and like, um, I was at Jamie's house and like, I left and I, or I shouldn't don't, maybe I shouldn't say this. Cause I don't want her to be like, yeah, hey. don't, don't. Yeah, I'll tell you later. But Jamie yeah, delightful, and we all love Jamie. <laughs> yeah, my my bestie forever. Anyways, but yeah, no, it's like it's just. I think because California has actually taken it seriously, there's a little. Well, okay, let's compare the state. I will. Okay, all right. That no, that's fine. That's fine. 
That's true. Yeah. I just uh, yeah. for listeners who are not who are listening and didn't see me do anything, I wobbled my hand <laughs> when she said California did it better. But you're right. Com- compared compared to Arizona. Yeah. So compa- in comparison to Arizona, I would say because California like tried to care a little bit more, I think they still have a little bit of like sprinkles of stuff going on. But I swear to you, like it's not happening here anymore. As sad as that is to say, it's, it's really it's really fucked up. But it it's not really happening here anymore. It's literally almost like eradicated here because people are so fucking stupid. It's gone because people are stupid. Yes, because they've all had it. They've all had it like six hundred times, probably. Uh, Damn, I hate it, right. bro. <laughs> So, so we either, because like I, I have friends in the UK who are saying that uh, they don't have to worry about um, uh, getting booster shots because they're pretty much, yeah. I think they said they're done or it's pretty good. And then it's like, so you either care a lot about science and you get rid of it that way, yeah. or you don't you care don't. about it and you raw dog it as Arizona did. Yes. Oh, I'm telling you. Yes. That is exactly what happened here. And it, it was. It was so scary at times, dude. Like, I, we'll talk about that later, too, but, bro. Oh, you can talk about right now. We could, I'm down. Oh, yeah? It. Oh, my God. Just, like, like during the pandemic, like, or, well, it's still going on. But, it's like, I will up. say, like, during er, 2020. You earlier. Yes, earlier. That's the best way to put it. During 2020 and 2021, it was the fucking wild, wild west out here. And, like, people were so fucking crazy about it. And, like, I know that you saw stuff online where it's like, oh, like, so-and-so tells this person to take off their mask. That fucking happened out here most of the time. That was here. That, like, all, oh, like, it's over. Take it off right now. Like, I was so afraid to just even get groceries or do anything. Like, I was so afraid to be anywhere near I mean now that's like that's the vibe for everyone but like it was even more scary being around people who don't believe that it exists and like they would tell you and I also I don't know if you know this but I quit my job earlier this year like I'm fully like freelance now but like my job made us go in and masks were optional and I still wore it I was the only employee in my office to wear it for two fucking years straight. I lost my damn mind. Like I literally lost my mind. That's why I quit. Like that, well, that is a a big portion of why I quit. But like, I was like, I need money, but like, I cannot come here anymore. I can't, I can't be here with these people. They don't, care about me like the other people around me don't care about and they they didn't give a shit about personal space like there were times um I had Clorox everything hand sanitizer all sorts of things at my desk and I was like please this is my space don't come over here like I don't I love you guys we have to be here so if we have to be here please don't come here like if you absolutely have to whatever but like I would wipe down uh, doors, handles, everything. And literally one of my coworkers came over one day. There's like a big counter in, that kind of divides everybody's desk. And I was wiping it and she came over and put her hands on it and just kept going like this. And she was like, why does it matter? I 
think I snapped that day. Like I literally broke into pieces in yeah. front of her. Like I didn't say like I was just like, why are you doing that? Like honestly. Like seriously, it's already hard enough. Like um, as I'm the only one wearing a mask wiping stuff. I'm like, it's already hard enough. Like you're a fucking adult. Why are you doing that? And she's just like, it's a, it's just a vibe or no, it's just what did she say? It's just a cold. And she's just like wiping her hands all over everything. I was just like, wow. Even if it was just a cold, why would you're you still do an adult. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> why would you do that? Like, why would you I do literally. That? I had a cold. I had a coworker, and this is what, like, uh, when I saw this, I was like, yep, all right, cool, whatever. This is this is definitely something that <laughs> was, I feel like a plague or a virus was bound to happen. Yep. Because I had a coworker at the, like, the startup meeting cough into the palm of his hand, and I'm just like, you're an adult. You should already know, don't do that. Even if, even if there wasn't this really bad virus, you should just know not to do that. Honestly, and like, why were we having to tell people over and over again to wash their hands? God, I like, I, when I real, I mean, like, I knew that people like are gross, obviously. Like, I know it's, it's a gross world out there. But well, you I and guess, I worked at movies here. We know that people yeah, are gross. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's true. That's true. I cannot believe how many people don't fucking wash their hands or just go out and touch things like now when we're getting stuff I'm like I think about that like I'm more I'm so like oh no like someone had to put this on the shelf and then someone probably picked it up I'm just like ah. me and Josh still wipe shit when we get home too like we I don't know I don't know if anybody does that but like we like take Clorox wipes and wipe everything that we buy no, I'm not gonna judge that. You're you're in Arizona again. I yeah. <laughs> like I'm telling uh, you, yeah. We we just had a voting, uh, we a round of voting, and I saw videos of, like when whenever someone says, "Oh, there's people guarding like poll stations and being like poll cops," yeah. I'm like, "Where is that?" Because California, I feel like California is always just overworked and tired, yeah. so no one cares about watching polls, even if yeah. it, like. I, I feel like a lot of people in California, even though we do protest, a lot of people are yeah, too tired to too really tired. protest. Yeah. But Guess I saw that, that in Arizona, happened. I'm like, all right. Happened in my city, Mesa. Mm-hmm. Did you have to encounter any of them? Um, we didn't. We have mail-in ballots, but we just mailed them. But, okay. like, I told Josh, because, like, he does usually drop them off. That happened. My city. My fucking mailing box. Fucking, these guys were, like, covering their faces covering their license plates so fucking shitty dude and i know one of the things i know too is they weren't from mesa they were from like the shitty like the like hoity-toity like other areas so it's really shitty of them to do that but so yeah. that being said yeah so segue. <laughs> you're an amazing artist <laughs> oh, thank you thank you um your instagram is always inspiring as hell because uh, I feel like and I've told this to a friend recently that she was going to draw uh, a drawing of a fox and one of my favorite things and I feel like I don't know I mean we'll get to that question soon yeah. but I feel like whenever I'm drawing pets I have to be really true to the pet's color of their fur yeah. but your images are I feel like you capture the energy of the pet and you don't worry so much about a natural fur color 
And I think that looks so much more gorgeous because if you want to get the animal's fur color, you take a photo. But if you're having an artist paint some, draw something or paint something or do some art of it, let the imagination run wild. Absolutely. It's actually, I, I really appreciate that comment because like, or compliment, because that is something that I take very seriously. Like I look at a picture of a person's pet or, you know, a portrait or whatever. And I try to think of how can I make this feel realistic with also adding like, how can I, I can't even really put it into words. Like I want it to be vibrant like that. I want it to just stand out and like, almost like I try to pick colors that are similar to the true colors, but I want them to be that much more vibrant. Like, um, for example, one of like my more popular ones is a, I'll send it to you right now on Instagram, but it's a picture of a cat and it's been all around the freaking world. Like Polska fucking loves it. Like they, they fucking steal it from my, my account all the time. So they can post it everywhere, which is fine, I guess. Cause they, I, I, would, I would be fine with them stealing it. If they're going to donate markers to you. I'm hoping this comes up at some point because they have stolen it so many times. I'll send it to you right now. But this is like, um, this is a black cat. And I chose, I don't know, this is another thing that I'll tell you. It's like earlier, I want to say like last year, I decided that I basically was going to throw away the color black. Like, I don't want to use it anymore. Like, I don't want to use it for shading. I don't want to use it for like anything. And so that's, I think, what kind of drove me to find, like, other ways to, like, create that color or get that, like, that super dark contrast without using black. Like, I literally have pushed myself so hard to, like, not use it anymore. And there have been times I'm like, you know, this needs, like, this needs this color. And I was like, you know what? No, I want my, I want my work to be colorful. Like, I want it to be vibrant. This is how I, like, express myself. Like, because you know me as a person in real life, like, it's kind of the, like, Kiao Miyazaki, like, vibe. Like, it's like, I'm super goth all the time. Like, I am, like, wearing, I'm wearing black right now. But, like, this is the most colorful shirt I probably have, actually. But I usually, like, dress down. I wear all black. I have, like, big shoes. Like, I have like graphic eyeliner on all the time but for fucking some reason the way that I express myself is with every color on the fucking planet and that's how I I want my art to feel like that I want it to feel vibrant I want it to feel like you're just obliterated with colors like it makes me feel really happy I don't know now I just like want to share that with people I want people to feel like one of the things I said recently I want people to like if you feel something from my art, I want you to feel like absolutely like loved. Like I want it to feel like there's real love in the work. And I try to express that. Like I want it to be personalized. I want it to be special. I want it to feel like, like there's just this essence of something that's super not natural. Like you can't get that outside of like, I don't know, me doing it. Like I have to do it. I don't know. Does that make any sense? It does, and I feel like uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little worried because I was gonna say I don't feel love for your art. I'm like shit. 
what if I just don't know what love is? Oh, no! <laughs> like, what is love? Baby, Okay. Oh, I, what was it? I was in a Zoom and I even mentioned that song and I was like, what was it? Oh, no, I'm trying to remember where it was because I was singing that song and I was doing the head bop and I'm like, you know, I, I'm sure no one knows that this is from Sarah Live and yeah. someone was like, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm like, well, fuck me. All right, cool. <laughs> Damn, it sucks getting old. Bro. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I feel like old people did not give me that good of a warning about. Yeah. About getting older. Yeah. That's one of them for me, too. Like, I said something. Oh, I said silence is golden the other day. And, like, no one knows what that means. I was waiting for one person to be like, wow, silence is golden. That's really well done. You should put that on a poster or something. Exactly. And it's like, no, they, they have no frame of reference. Like, it's so done now. I even have, like, I have, like, a little um, pin that says silence, and it's in golden, and or it's in golden, it's gold, and I have it on my backpack, and no one's ever pointed it out before. I was like, oh, well, I guess it's just me then. Last night in a Zoom that I was hanging out with friends, uh, and I, not to be blessed, well, no, I'm going to be blessed killed, because it's going to be yeah. on mine for a long time right now, but... At the time of the recording, uh, Kevin Conroy died yesterday. I know. And I, it's going to sting with, it's going to stay. I feel like every episode on a podcast, hopefully it doesn't come up every episode, but I feel like it's going to, because it's just something that I keep thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned on Zoom that I, I was like, yeah, I don't know about dating a lot of younger people because uh, today I'm mourning about Kevin Conroy and I don't, it would be very frustrating if someone who I'm dating does not know who Kevin Conroy is. And everyone in the Zoom, had no idea who Kevin Conroy is. And I explained, I was like, Aww. even if you don't, I, I get it. I get it that you might not know his name, but like I'm sure that you've heard his, his voice. voice. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but that was very yeah. frustrating because like he, he means a lot to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very, very much so. Oh, that's so frustrating. But I, I totally, I totally understand. I feel like that's what I've been dealing with a lot lately too. I'm just like, these damn kids, they're not confident <laughs> Um But back to your art, because I uh, I wasn't thinking about love when I see your art. I feel like energized. And it's not energized like uh, I, I think of like energy drinks or a coffee. I just feel kind of refreshed. Like listening to a good song that you listen to and it just gets you like up like and you're like, Fuck, yeah, I can do stuff now. Yeah. That's how I feel like when I see your art. Oh, that's and, good though. That's what I want. Like, I want people to feel like encouraged. Like you have, like, like you just got a hug from like somebody, and you're just like, yes. Like, I feel so much better now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and shit, maybe that's love. I don't know. That sucks. <laughs> like, I don't know that that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We're all so broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But no, that's what I want. I want to just put out like that kind of like that kind of love into the world like hey like like I support you like I care about you like I love you like I want I honestly I tell my followers all the time that I love them like I literally do like I know that's weird and I know there's people who are like oh you just throw away you just throw out the l word like that yeah I fucking do I fucking love them they like like my art I fucking love them as a person like I literally do it means a lot to me that like people 
feel anything when they see my art. Like it really does because it took me a long time to get here. Like it took me a long time to feel like able to show my work and like just be okay with that. Like putting it out there. Like and when people like message me, like I literally like I've I've gotten messages where people are like, your art is so inspiring. And I literally have just sat there like what like why would you say that like I don't know I like so appreciate that but I'm just like damn like is it though like wow like it's wild it's literally wild to me that I feel like maybe I'm the I'm obviously like the hardest person on myself but um knowing that people like actually appreciate what I do that like means a lot to me it really does I think that tossing the L word, I feel like telling people that you love them, I think that we should do it more often, and I'm getting better at it. I just feel like as a uh, 30-something white guy with a uh, creepy mustache on now, it's not the best thing to throw at people. I mean, okay, fair. That's fair. But I did have a customer, I drew something for them, and we we were chatting, and he was just like, oh man, I love you so much, and I'm like, I love you too. Yeah, so I love you. Like it's it's a lot easier to say like while you're typing it than <laughs> the same person. Like, but, it, but I feel like saying, "Oh, I love your work. I love you." Is fine, but when you yeah. respond back to them, like, "Oh shit, do I say I love you too?" But I don't. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I yeah, like I I get that. Oh man. I mean, yes, you can still say it. I think I did. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not do it because I, I don't yeah. care. I do think that more people should do it. Uh, and even uh, when I was at this uh, coffee shop down the street, um, I heard these kids like just yelling, I love you back. And it was, oh. they were not romantic or anything. They were in, yeah. no, when I say kids, they were teenagers, like teens, which okay. is, I think little kids saying it is cute, but teenagers saying it, I think that is kind of hopeful because yeah. I feel like there's so much teen angst and whatnot that I feel really cool about seeing teenagers supporting each other and showing exactly. their platonic affection. Yes, I think that's really good. And I think it's, we need that more nowadays, like, than than ever. People need to know that they are loved. Like, I try to put it out there through my work. And I'll just, like, say it. Like, sometimes people are like, that's like, um, that's okay. I have a friend who, like, is not about that, by the way. I'm just like, I love you. And she's just like, don't ever say that to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, don't ever say it. She's like, I don't use that word. I don't just throw that around. I'm like, well, I, I do. I throw it around. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like it's the same. I feel like it's the same thing when uh someone says, uh, you have to earn my respect. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think you have to earn my disrespect. I start with respect. That's true. And then you do something to piss me off. And then I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't respect you anymore. Yeah. That's true. I think you're right. That's a really good way to put that. Honestly, I don't think that people should have to earn anybody's fucking respect. Like, nope. it should start standard. Hey, I respect you. <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, whenever I even hear about people, like, disrespecting any kind of level of employment, I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Now you earn my disrespect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, um, so, you mentioned Pos- Posca? Yes. Okay, cool. Just making sure I'm pronouncing that right, because I just wrote it right there, oh. and I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I don't know how to pronounce that. No, it's okay. Um, I say Posca. Posca? <laughs> I don't know why. All right, cool. 
I'm probably um, yeah. I think you should be getting free markers, and I'm I I would be I I don't mind not getting paid. Like okay, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to expose your art. I'm going to show off your artwork. Um, and I hate that. I I get to de- determine who I want to do free artwork for. Yes. If you are someone that I do know you have a big following and you want to tag me, maybe I'll make free art for you. Yes, yes. Um, and with Posca, I think that it's fine that they take your art as long as they they don't have to pay you, but if they give you some Thank markers, you. that would be pretty swell, wouldn't it? I, I would literally be so fine with that because I put a lot of money into their pocket. You might want to contact them like, hey, Posca, cool. Uh, man, you know, I could use... <laughs> I can use a few markers here and there, you know. No, honestly, I've, I've thought about that. What is your favorite thing about working with Posca? Um, okay, so for me, I would say um, I like using Posca because it's acrylic paint, but I don't have to do anything. I don't have to set it up. Like, you know, whenever you're painting, you got to grab you know, your brushes, you got to make sure they're clean and not all crusty. You got to get water, you got to whatever, you know, like you have to have a full setup. Posca, I have a bucket full of them and I just put them on the table and I just start drawing with them. They're just pins. Um, That's, that was part of the allure in the beginning. Also for me, like I really like um, the high contrast of their colors. I really like um let me think I'm trying to see I like this is gonna sound weird but I like how flat like colors they are I don't know if that makes sense but it does they don't as a fan fan of flat colors I totally understand how you feel yes exactly and I I like I actually like that they're buildable rather than blendable if that makes sense like that is what sold me on them I like to be able to like draw on top of them and like color over like a color that I previously had if I don't want it there or if I'm just like, you know, doing something, you can blend with them if you want to, but I'm not often, I don't often do that, but I, I think they're really great buildable um, paint markers and they're just, I don't know, they're just really wonderful to use. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> I think, I, brought... I think we might just be fans of pop art. That's why we love the flat colors. Like that I, is I also, do... yeah, that is also a big part of it is, um, pop art that's that's actually what got me into them in the first place was just like oh I can do this like very flat art like flat color art style but then I've kind of developed my own way to use them a lot of people tell me like especially when I'm at sketch club or if someone sees my art they're like the way that you use like Posca is very weird and I'm like I don't know like I just have been using I've been using them for like four four or five years now and I've just kind of picked up my own way of like how I want to use them how I want to express myself with them and it's a little bit different than like other people which I'm totally fine with like but I just I don't know I think that's why I love them it's like it's they're they're very nice very easy to use very uh consistent I've had a lot of the ones that I have for a very long time I haven't had to replace them which is very surprising so they last a long time too Sketch Club Cafe 
is uh, you, you do go to coffee shops. And so I'm, I, I, and I know you personally, so I know you're a fan of coffee. Uh, I'm definitely not as, I don't want to say, no, no, I'm not going to say snob because I feel like the more you, uh, the more you love a thing, you're going to get really particular about making sure that that thing is delicious. True. Me, on the other hand, I feel like my taste buds are, I don't want to say dead, but they're no. dead because I'll, I'll drink any fucking thing. I'm addicted to the caffeine. So I'm just like, I don't care. I don't give care. me whatever. Give me whatever. Um, but you're very particular about your coffee and you, your art is a lot of times very adorable, very cute. Hi. And that makes me think of Pokemon. So if yeah. you were to make a Pokemon based on a cup of coffee, what coffee would you choose? Ooh, that is tough. Let me think about it. Um, dang. I think, gosh, I use a lot of Pokemons in my art too. Based off of a cup of coffee, I don't know if you've seen, there's a Pokemon that is like. I, I can honestly tell you I haven't. No? Oh, <laughs> no. If, if, if it's beyond like the one, it's 151, right? That was the original? Okay. If it's beyond that, I don't know. Continue. <laughs> well, there is a ghost Pokemon that is a teacup and his little like, like the ghost part of it is like the tea coming out of the cup. And it's so freaking cute. Like, I think if that didn't exist already, that's where I would go. Is like something that's related to all the things that I like. Something cute. Something related to like coffee. Like probably like maybe a coffee mug or something. Um, just, I don't know. Um, I think, let's see, what kind of coffee would it it's be? Interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting that the tea is a ghost Pokemon instead of like a plant Pokemon. I know. I well, it's cool because there's an evolved form that's like also a teapot. So like the two of them together, it's like it's pretty cool. Um, All right, I'm gonna look this up now. I need it. Yeah, need you have to. I'm not doing it right now at the moment, yeah. but I will but after the recording. Yes, you will love them. They're super cute. But um, yeah, I think I would do something along those lines. Maybe like a. I'm trying to think. Maybe like some kind of chai latte. We'll have to like play on it or something. But. I do like a good chai. So my 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 coffee Pokemon would probably be something related to pumpkin spice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be super cute. That would be super cool. Pumpkin. I know spice. Josh would appreciate that. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to buying it yet, but I remember I saw a plush on uh, circulate online of a Bulbasaur that was a uh, pumpkin that was Halloween related, where it was oh. orange and blacks, and I'm like. Fuck, I keep forgetting to buy it. I need to buy it at some point. Oh, uh, yes. You'll have to show me. That sounds so cute. It has, like, a pumpkin on its back. I can't remember. I just, I, I think it was just colors. I can't remember if they, oh. I, I, no, there, there must have been a pumpkin on the back. Because that's, that's what screams Halloween. Yeah, yeah. There must Dude, have been. I'll look. I, I need to buy it at some point. I, uh, every year I feel like I buy something else that I procrastinate on buying. Every Halloween I'm like, I need to buy this thing. Because I right. recently just bought the uh, Scooby-Doo's Halloween movie. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? I haven't. When the trailer came out, I was like, shit, are you just making this for me? Because the trailer came out, and uh, it has them at a Halloween at a Halloween party. I'm like, all right, cool. I love Scooby-Doo, and I love Halloween. What more can you ask for? Right. And then a Scarecrow villain shows up, and I'm like, oh, that looks a lot like Scarecrow from Batman. And Velma's like... We know that guy. That's Professor Crane from Arkham Asylum. I was like, wait, hold on. So it's not even... Stop it! It's not just a random scarecrow? That's legit scarecrow? 
No, I need to see that. Then Elvira shows up. And then Bill Nye shows up. And I'm just like, you're making this movie just for me. (laughs) Bill Nye was in it too? Yeah. It's weird. Uh... It's just... And it's, uh, it's, I think it's currently on HBO Max if you want to watch it. I will definitely watch it. Like, we'll probably watch it tonight just because that sounds amazing. Um, I looked on your website and it said that the Chromatic Cadet shirt is sold out. Yeah, it's sold out. I, I took it down um, for a little while because we did... Um, we did pre-orders and I just wanted to like give myself time. Like I didn't, I mean, it's not like I got a ton, but I was like, I'll order these and then I'll put it back out there. Um, so it's not gone forever, but it's gone for a second. Cause I'm a big fan of retro cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons are amazing. And so when I saw the chromatic cadets, I'm procrastinating. So I didn't get around to buying the shirt, but if you did more with that, like put it on, badges or uh, coasters or magnets i really want more of more of that i think that that's a fantastic term for your fans Uh, it's adorable it's actually funny that you mentioned that not to like you know i i will and won't say that i'm kind of looking at that 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 option of things like i have ideas for stickers like various things that are going to relate to like the cadet like I I have a lot of ideas for that that I'm working on. So. Well, even even if you did like a twitch of your art, uh, I feel like the 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 Chroma Cadet has so much potential for theming. Yes, yeah. I so the reason I have the Chroma Cadet um, is based off of like my I only have one OC and he's my mascot. His name is Cosmo, and Cosmo. Um, is a celestial panda bear and Cosmo is non-binary, non-verbal, like so he kind of just like I don't know if you like I have a little bit of that lore in my on my page. I don't know if anybody pays attention, but I do write about it. It's not so, so much you, about paying attention. I just know that Instagram's not the best. No, no, no. And I, I, no, I don't mean it like that, but I'm just saying, like, if you ever see a post about Cosmo, um, those are the ones to read because I am building a story. There is a small story about Cosmo um, that I, I'm trying to build up because I, I want to see this, like, as a little, like, a small, like, illustrated story. Um but I'm coming up with it as I go, and that's part of the Chroma Cadet thing. It's going to tie in, so we'll get there eventually. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Uh, what would be the theme song for a Chroma Cadet show? Well, I think, not to like bring it down to like some fucking chill vibe or whatever, but I think for the Chroma Cadets, like, it may not be like this, like, it's not going to be as much of an action show as it is going to be like an explorative like it's more it's less like talking more feeling so my thought would be it would be more cinematic like music or kind of like I won't say Star Wars-esque but it's it's gonna be like almost like lo-fi or something just like we're going around in space we're exploring we're like discovering things like in a very um how can I put that in a very intuitive way? Like, 
I think Cosmo is learning. Like Cosmo is, like I said, he's a celestial being, but he just came into existence. So he doesn't even know who or what he is or what he's doing or how to exist. Um, so I think that's like, it's based off of like, just like, it's a journey of discovery, I guess. I've got Trying to figure two, out. Yeah. I've got two shows to tell you about. Cause I feel like you're combining the moods of two shows. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me about um, it. Have you watched Dogs in Space? I haven't. Uh, these are two shows actually coincidentally on both on Netflix. Okay. I will definitely check. Let me write it down for you. While you're okay. Talking. Uh, dogs in space. You got dogs in space, and it's all about dogs being astronauts exploring the space. Okay. And I don't want to spoil it more than uh, I think I can spoil it. Basically, the, they're sending dogs out to find a planet that humans can be on, okay. and hilarity ensues. Um, the second one is uh, Hilda. Hilda. Oh my gosh. Uh, sorry, Hilda no. is more of when you said that uh, Cosmo is a celestial being that has just become just start existing hilda is more of the uh dogs in space is more slapstick adorable kind of comedy hilda okay. is very much uh supernatural magic and it's okay. all about um it's all about all the monsters i'm going to do quotes all the monsters aren't necessarily monsters they are monsters that you should be safe you should be careful around because they will eat you but okay. they're not eating you out of malice. They're eating you out of either they feel threatened by you or they are hungry. So just okay. be careful. Be respectful. Right. Okay. Actually, okay. That's really inspiring. I think that would, like, definitely help my story a lot, too. Like, um, but, yeah, I just want it to feel like this, like, like, I have, like, this obsession, obviously. Like, if you go on my page, I have an obsession with space. I have an obsession, like, I've, I'm obsessed with the Cosmos show, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I don't know if he, like, people are, like, kind of, like, uh, about him, but I really like him a lot. People are like that um, about him? Why are people that like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I don't know, like, I brought it up to Jane, like, my bestie, but, like, they were just like, yeah, he's kind of, like, I guess he has, he has a little bit of Me Too stuff about him, I think. I heard I about that. something I came up. At I didn't know point. how valid it was because they didn't hear they it didn't blow go up. Further. Yeah, they didn't go further into it. It might not have been. I mean, I'd I'd have to look into it. Like, but he is a person that I like really like. I like, um, I like how he looks at, um, just like. I don't even know how to put this in the words. I don't know. Sometimes I'd be stuck on words. So I'm sorry if I ruined stuff. But like. No, you're good. I just really like the way that he, his outlook, I think is the word I'm looking for. I like his outlook on like life, the, like the world, cosmos, like everything. Um, I like the way that he's curious about things and wants to understand. And I feel like I'm, I don't really like um put that out there often but I'm definitely one of those people that is very like curious about how things work how like why we have um like behaviors that we have like things like that like those are things that very much but it's again it's an introspective thing about me that I don't really like put like out into the world often so like but I 
I forgot where we were going with this. Cosmo, maybe? Where were we talking about? Uh, you like the idea of uh, grasping onto existentialism to try to understand yes. yourself? Yes. That's I my do. guess. I think that's, I think that's part of it too. It's like Cosmo is like an extension of myself. So like it's, I'm using Cosmo to explore like different ideas, I guess, that like I don't necessarily talk about. Have you seen the the Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, that's his name. Um, have you seen his show Cosmo? Yeah. Cosmos. I, yes, we've watched a lot of Cosmos. I my favorite show. My favorite moment on there is when because I I remember that show aired on Fox, and yeah. I thought that he was calling out Fox or the Republicans and conservatives that are watching Fox because there's this beginning of the episode where he he points in space and he's like. Every star has a galaxy, and let's say that that galaxy has a planet, and they believe their religion is the true religion of everything, and they come to our planet and tell us that we have it wrong. And he says something like, would you believe them? I'm like, fuck, dude, calm down. Dude, know your no, audience. he goes hard on that. Yeah, but I think that's why I like, like, he, he thinks about it from, like, a different perspective than a lot of people, and, like, I'm not, again, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, too, he's like, I'm not saying there isn't a God. I'm not saying there isn't a creator. I'm just saying, like, if there was, like, like, he has, he has reasonable doubt, like, because why the fuck would we be so special to have a creator in a a vast universe? Like, people do not understand how vast the universe is. Um... We are literally just a blip in time. He says it every episode. We are we are a moment in time. That is it. So it's like, it's very, I don't know. I've gotten a lot of, like, uh, inspiration from that and that show. I think that's good. I think that's good because I feel like a lot of people have, like, main character mindset. Yeah. That the whole idea of, like, oh, we're on Earth, so we must matter so much. I'm like, calm down. Um, yeah, like, it's not that. Are you watching Andor? Yes. Oh, we I love don't, it. I'm not going to spoil anything because that's currently going on right now. But one thing I really love about it is that their most recent episodes, the show is named after Andor, and Andor yeah. has not even been a part of the main yep. plot. And I feel like that's been that's fantastic because I feel like Star Wars spans across the galaxy. Yes. And there are a lot of shit that's going on that you might not even be privy to. I love yes. seeing, I love seeing them. It's weird. Cause I never expected to see this where the main character is not even part of it. It's just not even. It's yeah. Yeah. No, you're so right. Like it's, that's another, I mean, that's one of the things I love about star Wars anyway, too, is like, they are very good at like creating these like pockets throughout like the galaxy. And like, it's, it's a vast galaxy. These people don't know these people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, it's in Star Wars, the Star Wars um, cinematic universe. Like, why doesn't, uh, like, Leia know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's it's in the universe. Like, it's vast. Like, there are different planets. There are different species. There are different everything. They do such a great job. That's another, like, I am just obsessed with anything that's, like, huge world building. Like. I I don't know. I feel like more people need to see that kind of stuff too. <laughs> I agree. 
because I whenever <laughs> someone says uh, um, whenever someone says, oh, I can't get the vaccine because I feel like the government's watching me. I'm like, uh, buddy, you are not <laughs> special. You're no one big. Exactly. You're, exactly. You're, you're an employee at some random place. You're a cog in the machine. No one cares. Nobody cares. Like, I, I'm sorry, sir. I, I wish that were true. Like, that would be so, I mean, I don't wish that was true, but like, it's like, literally like, what, sorry, sweetie, what makes you that special? Like, yeah. literally, when people say that to you, I'm like, what the fuck are you hiding? Like, what? Like why do you why do you say stuff like that? Like I really wonder. Like no, but it's I feel like weird. they're not. I feel like they're not even really hiding anything. I feel like they just think that all the stuff that they've got going on is really that important. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because there'll be that's something true. like uh, there'll be something like oh, you know, I I sell weed on the side. I'm like the government doesn't care. If anything, all you're doing is you're <laughs> uh, you're keeping the local economy going by giving money that's to other people. That's what I was gonna people. say. Yep, you're, that's what I was gonna say. You're drug business is not that big that you think it is <laughs> yes exactly like it's not like you're not making nearly as much working okay let me be real for a second okay. me working in a me working in accounting for eight years i learned that no everybody's fucking poor yeah nobody has money nobody and real money isn't like when i mean like over like our business that i was working for there was real money happening there. And even that was nothing. Like, I learned that immediately. Like, we are so fucking poor, guys. Like, we are not special and we are so fucking poor. Like, <laughs> you know, they only let us have so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel, I don't know, whenever someone says that, I always feel like they are in main character syndrome. And so yeah. to get back to Cosmo, what I really love about your character is, and I I don't I don't know if this is the route you're going with, but when I was picturing the TV show with Cosmo in my head or a book in my head, I was getting a lot of Samurai Jack vibes because Samurai Jack had like a main universe that he was in and he was exploring, but he would find all these new episodes with these characters that we may or may not see again and just yes. traveling the land. And I love shows like that because it, uh, and okay, I was talking to someone, I was talking to friends about this recently that, uh, they did not like Rick and Morty mainly because the fan base is so toxic and pieces of shit. And I, I, I agree, but I do enjoy Rick and Morty because I do like seeing different plants, different universes. And I like seeing, uh, I love seeing a whole universe made just for one episode. Yes. I I know and I love that I love the creativity behind it too. Like I've always loved seeing like uh one of my favorite shows. Have you ever seen the anime um Space Dandy? Uh, I'm not a fan of anime, so no. Oh, but okay. sorry. Well, you might I mean this one I mean, I don't know. It's up to you. But like this listeners one might really, like it so you feel free. Yeah. But I will say so it's one of my favorites because it's it's another space outlaw type show. Um, he's a bounty hunter, but he sucks at it. Um, but like just seeing different worlds, like, and how, uh, other artists interpret that, like different, like what, what aspects of the world, like the pieces, the flowers, the, the culture on the world, like, it is so cool to see like that 
it's it's cool to see like what people like put out into existence I guess I, I think that's what, like what I'm looking for I lo- that's another reason why I love space so much it's like we really don't know and honestly all of this stuff could be true but actually too all of the things that we like oh haha we're making all this weird stuff like a lot of that stuff fucking exists like we're like oh haha pink beach there's there's pink beach on our fucking planet like you know what I mean like it's like we don't think that that exists but it does or like there's you know carnivorous plants things like that we think are so like oh this is so weird and sci-fi like some of the stuff fucking is real and that's another aspect of like it's very interesting like our human brains can't even create something so like out there and magical because as much as we want to say that we can do that a lot of that came from something else or like it actually exists it's it's really but interesting I, or funny i feel like that's a good thing i feel like that's a good thing because yeah, it i is. feel i feel like there's kind of like solidarity solidarity in that uh no matter how creative or original you might think you are we're all very much the same yes um like whenever I see anyone saying, "Oh, aliens taught people how to make pyramids," I'm just like, "Or it's just oh, a maybe. fucking easy thing to build." <laughs> exactly. Like it's a pyramid. Like I don't know. I don't know how many mountains you've seen, but they're pretty much the same shape. Same concept. Same, same concept. concept. Giant base, tip of the top. Yep. Nature does it all the time. So humans yeah. found out that if you pile sand up, it makes a pyramid. Like, <laughs> That's so true. And so I yeah, feel I that way about like a lot of stuff that w- w- artists might create. It's like, yeah, but you have to base it in some kind of sense of reality. And if you do that, there's a good chance it actually exists. Yep, it's true. It's absolutely true. Like one of the little tiny mantras from another anime, it's from one of their opening songs that I always hear in my head every once in a while. Is like, if everything or if everyone is so special, maybe you can be what you want to be because if everybody's special, nobody's fucking special. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Just do whatever you want. Like, I don't know. Like that's kind of how I take it at least. And I, I, I love that. And I feel like <laughs> your new I, feel mantra. Like the, I feel like the worst kind of people hear that and they're like, all right, yeah, let's do some violence. I was like, or no, oh, oh, <laughs> no, wait, hold on, sir. <laughs> oh man. I, when uh when it came out that uh the uh the world's tides are mainly like the the moon making it around and like the kind of like the egg shape of the tides around the earth yeah um uh, this is going back to your science and it's, it's a really weird tangent i'm bringing it on but no, um when people were telling me about that in the zoom uh i had mentioned have you seen people uh, in space uh ringing out a washcloth no. It's really fascinating. I highly recommend you checking it I'm out. Writing that down too. Because it looks very bizarre because the water sticks to their hands. And it's oh. weird because like it looks like there's a lag because the person moves their hands and the water is behind. What the heck? And the that's what I think about. That's what I think about when I think about ocean, uh, the world's tides is that the w- water is stuck on Earth. But as yeah. Earth is moving, the ocean is kind of like just, just moving around it. Wow. Oh, my God. That is so interesting. I'll definitely look into that. But it's, yeah. And I feel like having a Cosmo character uh, exploring the world and exploring stuff 
and whatever elements of interest that you have about science and space, that could be really cool. That could be a lot of fun. A uh, little big planet and like I think Mario. I don't know. Anytime I see like small plants and showing people that anything that can give anyone kind of curiosity to look into the world, I highly recommend. <laughs> yes, that is exactly like I want it to feel like like you said like that that outer like discovery of like like planetary discovery, but I also want it to feel like introspective too. Like I want you to kind of get like a sense for like for Cosmo like what is going on with him like what what is he feeling like how how does he interact with these things like I want people to have like both of those things going on um, and, if, and if you don't have any dialogue then it could be sold any, in any country you don't have to worry about translations <laughs> dang I don't gotta pay anyone right <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome that would be so awesome um, um, what words of wisdom would you give anyone who's interested in uh, making pop art that is also colorful, that is similarly art. colorful? Okay. Um, I would say, because I meet, I I run into a lot of artists that have this. I don't know if you you've probably been through this too, but we all kind of start out where we're just like this. There's this fear of like ruining something. There's this like fear of doing too much um on the page or like going just like you finish something and then you put another dot and you're like oh it's ruined now like I would suggest just fucking I know it sounds so simple but just fucking do it like go all the way to like the extreme like that's what I I mean like honestly like if you're scared and you don't want to ruin something do it want like already make um like make a reference for yourself like make make it first and then be like have an idea and then execute it the way that you want it to be I always have like you should see I have like I mean every artist again has I have thousands of sketchbooks with a bajillion different references until I feel like okay this is the one this is what I wanted I mean that's that's normal but when you want to use color, like, you just have to do it. Like, you have to trust yourself. You have to um, kind of just trust that it's going to work out. Like, one of the things I tell myself in my head while I'm drawing, honestly, for the last, like, few years until, like, I feel confident about it is, like, trust the process. Just trust the process. It's going to be fine. Like, when I start getting that like anxiety, like I'm ruining it right now, like it's going down. I'm like, no, 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 stop it. Trust the process. It's going to be fine. And it usually is like, I mean, and there's, you're still going to make bad art. And I think people need to get better at like being kinder to themselves when it comes to making bad art. Like bad art doesn't mean that you're a bad artist. I think everybody has to learn that too. Um, I've been right there. I like, I've been like, why am I not a good artist? Like, <laughs> like, you know, like you kind of just beat yourself up over stuff. But the more bad art you make, the more potential to making good art, I think. Um, you have to just keep going. That's what I would, I would suggest, at least. <laughs>